Welcome to Gapology Radio with your hosts, Mark Tinas and Brian Brockhoff, authors of the leadership development books, Gapology, Imbar, and Speed of Purpose. At Gapology, our purpose is to help leaders achieve their greatest potential. To learn more about our groundbreaking books and training services, visit our website, gapology.org. Hey everybody, welcome to Gapology Radio. For regular listeners of the show, you know that we joke around from time to time about putting comments that we say on the show on t-shirts because they're just so darn good. Well, as it happens, I want to make sure that you know that we actually do have t-shirts. In fact, we have hoodies, sweatshirts, ball caps, notebooks, and mugs as well, all printed on demand through our Teespring store. You can find a button on our website that will take you directly there to choose your favorite design. There are those fun and inspiring quotes, and also many with our signature logo for all of you fans out there. Just head on over to Gapology.org, click on the merchandise link, and then you'll find a button to the store. Make sure to send us photos when you get your merch. We'd love to see you sporting your Gapology gear. And as for tonight, Mark and I will share another origin story, like we did last week, as we had some excellent interest in that one around Gapology. Tonight, we'll get into the origins of Imbar. So let's go ahead and jump right in with Martinez. Hey, Mark, how are you doing? Good, Brian. How are you? I'm great. I'm excellent. You know, it's uh, it's really exciting. Um, I don't know if you got a chance to look at any of the results from our last podcast. So I'm somewhat surprised, but, uh, you know, on the flip side, I'm not. Uh, we actually had a really great response from the origins of Gapology, the uh, podcast that we did last week. And, you know, I, I thought that was really exciting to see that people are interested in hearing how, you know, some of these books uh, that we put together, um, you know, started. I, I, I was pretty excited about that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's rewarding. Gapology certainly started it all mm-hmm. and uh, is, is certainly what we're best known for. Right. Uh, but there is other stuff out there. Um, you know, once you've uh, mastered Gapology, I guess. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So uh, for our audience, uh, so, you know, taking that into consideration, we thought what we would do for this podcast and then for the next podcast is continue kind of our origin story. So this podcast, we're going to focus on Imbar, which is our second book that we put out, Imbar, The Pathway of Transformation. And we'll walk you through what that is and and that kind of thing and how it all came about. Uh, And and I think this is actually a really interesting story on the importance of continually learning. And, um, you know, that's always been our mindset when we're working with clients and, you know, uh, these leaders that we're teaching. We're always on the lookout for new information, new learnings, and so forth. And and so we're going to talk through some of that here today. And then next week, we'll uh, tap into our third book, which is Speed of Purpose. And uh, we'll uh, walk through the origins of that. So I'm excited about this. This is actually, uh, it wasn't planned. Um, it just kind of came about this week. So um, I'm excited to kick this one off. So what do you got for us, Mark? Well, I thought I would open by actually reading uh, a very short uh, segment from a talk that we had with a group uh, some mm-hmm. years ago talking about Imbar. And I think that uh, it this will help explain Imbar uh, to, uh, to the group before we even begin. So let me jump in. Huh? Yeah, I think that sounds good. 
So we were speaking to a group of business leaders, and uh, these are these are uh, my words. We are all wired for greatness. We are wired to achieve extraordinary things. The hardware is already installed in each of us. More than 90% of humans just let their lives play out. What happens just happens. What will be will be. Somehow, the other 10% got a different owner's manual, and it says that we are totally in control of who we are. We choose our identity. We design our identity. It is simply our choice, not a birthmark or a birthright. Those of us who find out later in life that who we've been up till now is not who we have to be going forward are energized and empowered. We can be more than our past. Think about that. We can literally change who we are today. Our future is ours, every moment of it. We control our identity. We control our mindset. Combined, our identity and mindset create our performance. We control the amount of success we have in our lives. So knowing this, believing this, leveraging this, we can literally design our future and therefore design our destiny. And this is the power of MBAR. Thanks, Brian, for letting me read that. Yeah, no, that that's excellent. And that really does speak to um, the foundation of everything that we discuss in MBAR. Um, for our Gapology listeners out there, those who are interested in Gapology that have read the book and have listened to the podcast, you know, we really do focus on Gapology. That's our flagship product. But MBAR is somewhat different, although connected, where Gapology is primarily tactical processes around uh, moving a team to action. MBAR is a little bit more of the psychological elements that drive those behaviors. And so I think it's important that that um, our listeners understand that that you know the two are, although they are separate, they really are connected. Gapology is built into MBAR, and that's really, I think, where the power comes from. Well, and the other thing for the for the listeners to know is we found MBAR uh, through our Gapology work. Yep. So it uh, it's very much tied to that. Uh, initially, it's a little harder to understand maybe, but once you get it, it's crazy. So mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So, so. I think it's important to lay out what MBAR is. So it's an acronym. And um, do you want me to walk through it, Mark? Well, let, let me let me do it. I uh, do it? okay. I've got it here in front of me. And perfect. We uh, were known for Gapology, but MBAR is of incredible significance and has changed many lives for the better. Take take this very seriously, and it's something that you can do in your work in, um, you know, in combination with Gapology. So the biggest thing that we learned is that identity is a choice. We need to choose. And many people don't. They just, you know, go with the flow. So we, we literally are who we think we are. We can become who we want to become. So the M bar, the I and the M, our identity and mindset. We totally control those. Those are our thoughts. So the I and the M of MBAR 
identity, and mindset, we totally control. And the great news is they create our performance, which is the BAR, our behavior, the actions of those around us, and the results that we produce. So these flow in sequential order. Identity creates our mindset. So who we are creates how we think, which creates our behavior. Again, actions and results. So this um, becomes incredibly significant in, in many ways. And it is a pathway that we can leverage in, again, in many ways. You can literally transform who you are uh, because it is it is again in your mind. We had a we had a client who we were working on this with, and um, he wasn't successful in his business, but we found out that he wanted to become a marathon runner. So we worked with him on the identity of marathon runner, and he connected with that immediately, and within ninety days became uh, a marathon runner and was able to achieve. Uh, 26 miles, I guess. Crazy. Yeah. Uh, something I couldn't do. <laughs> and that process of learning Imbar and transforming his identity allowed him to be incredibly successful then in his business world because it was the same process, the same disciplines, the same identity and mindset that created the behavior, the actions of those around, and the results. And once you learn Imbar, you can become very powerful and you, you really do control it. And again, most people just, uh, just don't understand that. So before I go any further, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pause for a minute, Brian. What, what questions can I answer? What else do you want to say? And then I'm going to jump into our gapology uh, findings as it relates to Imbar. Uh, yeah, I think the important thing that I heard there um, really came from the, the part that you read. I wrote this down immediately, and of course it's in our book, um, but it stood out as you're reading it there. Most people let their lives play out. I love that. I love that that image of just going about your your day, letting life happen to you versus taking control of your life by leveraging who you are, how you see yourself, and your mindset, how you think, and how you feel about things. Um, I, I just found that really impactful. Yeah, no, it's, it's awesome. And again, we learned it from the winning leaders. So mm -hmm. our gapology research started really accidentally by observing the top 10% performers in the business we were in and the bottom 10%, the outliers, the exceptionally successful and the exceptionally unsuccessful, uh, they, uh, they opened our eyes to gapology. And what we found in, in that top 10%, which we called the A group, the bottom we called the C group, is that the winning leaders, the leaders of those teams uh, had a different identity than the C group. So they were in the same business. They ran the same size stores. They ran the, they had the same products. They had the same customers. They had the same ad every week. They had the same opportunities, but they viewed themselves much differently. That A group viewed themselves as winning leaders. 
they would they would have written that down as their identity. They also might have said teachers. That was certainly a connection. They viewed their role as the leader of the team, as the teacher of the team, the trainer, to ensure that their team had all of the advantages. So their identity drove that. That's the I in the M bar picture it flowing from left to right. The I in their M bar drove all the way to the results and they achieved exceptional results. So they controlled that pathway. Now they did it without knowing it. Again, when you learn MBAR, you're going to know it. So you can literally control it at a different level uh, than they did. Yeah, and I, I, I totally agree. Um, you can clearly see the identity in these winning leaders. And that was one of those kind of intangible things. So you can absolutely look at data and, and numbers and those kinds of things and see um, tactical things that they were doing to win. But but that that other thing, you know, that some of these winning leaders had was that how they carried themselves, how they saw things, you know, the way that they saw the world, you know, how they saw the team that they were leading, how they were empowering people. All that was driven through their identity and their mindset. Yeah, so this terrific performance, this top 10% performance was driven by the identity of the leader. That's where it came from. Yep. And think about how that identity of that leader affected the identity of those on that team. We talked in the in the Gapology podcast about we were finding cashiers in the stores that literally in the A group that literally knew more than the C group managers. Right. <laughs> Where yeah. did that come from? Yeah. Well, so that identity of that leader, that A group, that M bar was being passed on to others. Their identity was being affected by that. They were, they were understanding that they could achieve great things, which they didn't experience in the C stores, the C group. So think about that. Mm-hmm. Think think of how that A group and their MBAR affected the lives of so many people every day because of the identity they chose. It's a choice. It, it is a choice. It is a choice to be a teacher of your team. It is a choice. Right. And to pass on all those winning leader attributes, uh, just, just amazing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'd like to invite people to just pause a second and just think about being in the presence of greatness. So if you think back on a time, maybe it was a teacher in your past, maybe it was a, a professor or a, uh, maybe it was even an athlete and you're in their presence and just think about how you felt with them, leading your team, leading your classroom, leading your, you know, your organization. Uh, identity and mindset is very, very contagious. So always be... Um, cognizant of your role as a leader and the identity and the mindset that you have and how you're affecting your team. Well said. So once we found MBAR, identity creates mindset, creates our behavior, creates the actions of those around us, creates our results. We started mapping people out and it was crazy. Mm -hmm. So we could create these maps. So the different kinds kinds of maps we created were a professional map, which would be your MBAR at work, an organizational map. We had great success with this. So this would be the MBAR of a team. 
the identity of a team, uh, personal maps, which would be your uh, identity in your personal life, and then situational maps. You could literally change your identity for a given situation and potentially craft an M-bar map for that. But most of the time was spent on the professional M-bars. And we would uh, work with people to determine who they currently were, their own M-bar, and then who they wanted to become, their transformed state M-bar. And uh, this was explosive. We were able to help individuals achieve the greatest results they'd ever achieved in their lifetime by them simply working to change their identity. It was, it was amazing. So when you look at M-bar, when you go forward left to right, the I creates the M, which creates the B, which creates the A, which creates the R. So that's the map I'm describing. What we didn't know initially is that if you know the R, so you know the result you want to achieve, you can literally plug it in and work backwards, determine the A, the actions of your team to achieve that R, the B, your behavior that will achieve the actions of your team, the M, your mindset, which will create the behaviors of the B, and I, your identity, which will create the mindset. And we've had incredible success working backwards. The other thing you can do backwards is do an autopsy. So you have just completed the year and it was an incredible year. You can plug in the R, which you know, the results of the year, and work backwards to see why it happened. At the same time, if you had a tough year or a tough month, you can plug in that R and determine where it went wrong by looking at the actions of your team, your behavior, your mindset, and your identity. And by the way, if you haven't figured it out so far, the I, your identity, is the biggest thing that creates the results. It's, it's about you. So we've had such success with this. I know it may sound complex. It's really not. Once you understand how to leverage it and how to work both forwards and backwards, you can achieve literally anything you want to. Yeah, when we first discovered this working backwards method, so it makes sense going forward, you know, I-M-B-A-R, but then putting it into practice and discovering the powerful uh, effectiveness of working in reverse, um, that's when everything kind of changed for me. Um, it became more of a, a of an achievable map. So rather than kind of being theoretical or whatever, this really provided us with marching orders and, uh, you know, guidance in the efforts that we were putting forth. That, that was one of the biggest things, you know, and looking back, you know, I can remember when we started doing this and, you know, some of those first times that we're like, hey, this really works working in reverse order. I found that to be super impactful. And the other piece that you just mentioned there is that we do own this. So in Gapology, we talk all the time about the mirror, looking in the mirror. You know, as leaders, we own the gaps, but we really own Imbar as well. Yeah, totally. We were we were in an executive conference room with a new client, and the 
client wanted to achieve an R of 90. I won't tell you what the metric was, but 90 was the was the measure. And the some of the executives in the room stated in front of the group, like standing up out of their chairs, 90 is impossible. We will never achieve it. So we had plugged in 90 in the R. And they were saying, no, can't do it. Some of them, within short order, left the organization because 90 was impossible. We are today in that organization at 97 because we knew mm-hmm. we, we knew that it was possible and we figured out what the A needed to be. So the actions of the team to achieve 90 led us to 97. The behavior of the leaders taught us what the actions of the team needed to be, which led us now to 97. And then the identity and the mindset of the leaders became clear. And that has led us to 97. So what was viewed as impossible, 90, is now 97. And I can assure you it had an impact on the results. We have seen other examples like this where you can use MBAR with a team to achieve results that could otherwise not be achieved. But at the same time, if you wanted to become a marathon runner at work, we've seen that happen many times over now. You can literally achieve things that you potentially have never thought were possible because when your identity and your mindset are your choice and you've you've plugged in where you want to go, the BA and the R will fall in line. Yeah. And I think one of the key pieces for people to understand is that we're talking about long-term lasting change. So if you shift your identity, who you see yourself as, it doesn't just impact today. This impacts the long-term. And if you've ever you know, face a situation where you've created short-term change and you're like, man, why didn't, why didn't we sustain that? Oftentimes take a step back and, and look at the identities and the mindsets of the, of yourself and the people that you lead. Uh, you may find the answer right there. One of the things we've, we've learned in working with individual clients is when we ask them in the initial session to create their MBAR, when we ask them who they are, they don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Most of the time, most people most people don't know. No. So you need to connect with who you are. You need to connect with your current state M bar. What would your M bar look like right now? And then, what do you want it to be? What do you want it to look like? What's what's that identity that you want? which will get to this R that you're looking for. And uh, it just all comes together. We had a client recently say, okay, I want to make a million dollars a year. Okay. Let's plug that into the R and work backwards. And the action plan actually came together rather. There it was. It was an MBAR that would create a million dollar income. There it was. Uh, it's it's doable. 
you have to humble yourself, but at the same time, think about what you can achieve and what identity it would require, what mindset it would require, what your behavior would have to look like, which would create the actions of others, which would create that level of income. And it's, uh, it's very doable. It works personally. Again, it works organizationally. We work with an organization who needed to have a, have a fundraising breakthrough of $5 million for the year. We quickly developed an IMBAR for the organization to achieve that as the R. So we plugged that in as the R, $5 million. And uh, we easily achieved it just by laying out the MBAR with the executive team. It was a nonprofit doing great work, and that became very doable because we created the MBAR. Mm -hmm. Everyone was clear. The executives were clear on the identity of the organization, the mindset that was required, the behavior that they had to have, which would cause their team to take action, which would create a $5 million uh, revenue generation which they needed. Uh, they run schools and orphanages and they, they have to have that. And it became doable because of MBAR. So again, this works, let me repeat something from earlier. It works professionally and that's where we've had the most experience with it. It works organizationally. So you as a leader within a team, uh, within an organization can create an MBAR. It can be for the entire organization. It works personally. Your MBAR personally may be quite different than your MBAR professionally. So you can look at them differently. And again, running marathons is more of a personal MBAR as an example. And then it works situationally. And that one we've explored somewhat and had success with it. Uh, we know it works and uh, you, can, you can make it even greater. I'd like to stick with the situational MBAR for just a second. Um, I know there's uh, some examples that we've had regarding interviewing for promotions, which would be a situation that people would be facing, right? So you're unemployed or you're looking to uh, get a promotion or what have you. So you're in a situation. You can intentionally spend time and build a situational MBAR to increase the effectiveness for your interview. Yeah, totally. So. I am the leader of a team, and I have just found out that we have to move in a different direction organizationally, and that the team is going to be caught off guard by that. They're not going to be expecting it. They're, they're going to be disappointed, potentially. I can quickly craft a situational MBAR that will create the identity that I need to step out in front of that team and deliver that message and inspire them to achieve great things. Those things happen in our lives. We need to be ready for them. And, and situational MBAR actually works for that incredibly well. You create the I, who do I need to be in this moment? What's my mindset need to be? What's my behavior need to look like? What do I need from the team to achieve this different outcome? IMBAR. Once you have come with that, you can step out in front of the team and move them forward greatly because of your MBAR. If you're interviewing for a role, 
Maybe it's a promotion within the organization. Maybe it's a new company, whatever. What identity do you want to display? What's your mindset need to look like? What are the behaviors you need to articulate? What about those actions of your team and the results you've achieved? You can literally craft an MBAR for a situation like an interview and position yourself, not inaccurately, but accurately. Most people would not have thought this through. You can take your history and collapse it into an MBAR that fits for this this role, this scenario. It uh, it works. One of our greatest disappointments is Brian and I is that nobody really knows MBAR yet, and it's an incredible thing. Uh, when I say nobody, I mean in comparison with Gapology. So Gapology is known by hundreds of thousands of people. Um, Imbar is likely only known by thousands of people or whatever the number. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and it's it's not that it's uh, greater or lesser than Gapology. Gapology is crazy good, but it's so different. And they go hand in hand. And that's what Brian and I know. And we've been ineffective at telling you that. They go hand in hand. Yeah, yeah. We, we do focus primarily on Gapology. That is our flagship uh uh, offering services, products, and all that. Um, but Imbar, for me as an individual, is the most important thing that we've discovered because I really do feel like how we see ourselves and how we think and feel drives everything in Gapology to a level that that exceeds any sort of expectations. And, uh, you know, there's a couple of thoughts that I had here you know, so we talked about the A group and we talked about the C group. Uh, you went through that, Mark. One thing with the C group, I would say, um, that's very different when you're trying to con contrast the A and the C, where A group, they saw themselves as teachers. You mentioned that. They saw themselves as winners, winning leaders. The C group oftentimes saw themselves as victims, saw themselves uh, through the lens where they blame their team. Uh, for results and so forth versus looking inward at how they're leading that team. Um, they borrow power from their leaders and so forth. So you could really see the contrast between the two groups. When we started putting all this together and really looking at this, those are some of those original discoveries that were really glaring discoveries. One um, thing you've left out, when we did the MBAR on many of the C group leaders, they became A. Yep. Yeah. They just didn't know. Mm -hmm. They'd been taught from their childhood that they were this person versus that they owned it. They could create any identity that they wanted. And once they knew that, and once they had some connection with what a winning leader looked like, it changed everything for them. So we've seen many A leaders hidden in the C weeds you couldn't see them they were they were great leaders they were the best on the team and they were in the c group and once we could get through to them and do an m bar with them they were a so don't uh, don't give up on on your team 
sometimes your greatest leaders are underperforming at this moment. And when they discover this, everything changes. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a key point. So Imbar is for you as leaders, but also as you're going through this and thinking about this, consider the Imbar of your team. Consider the identity and the mindset of the team and your impact on those pieces for them. Yeah, that's a great point. So your Imbar as a leader is the most significant thing we're talking about here because it affects many other people. Mm-hmm. And then and then if you do an MBAR for the organization, that is significant. It, uh, it affects, you know, everyone greatly. So remember that those are the most important parts. But as you individually could work on MBAR with individuals within the team, it can be incredibly life-changing. We, uh, and when I say life-changing, I don't take that lightly. We have seen lives changed. We have seen lives saved. We have seen such incredible things from MBAR that we wish you all, you know, knew about it. Um, it's, it's, it's been amazing. We wouldn't have found MBAR without our work on Gapology. We just found it within that. So we, we have Gapology to, you know, to congratulate for for helping us see Mbar, but <laughs> yeah. Mbar is quite amazing and it's quite different. And just because you know Gapology does not mean you know Mbar. They are they are quite different. Yeah, yeah. One last thing I just want to leave everybody with um, before we wrap this up is: don't let your past determine what you want your future to be. Your identity, your mindset is in your control. And that will drive your behaviors, actions, and results. That's, wow. That was well done. <laughs> uh, so true. No, so true. Yeah. Um, I, I can't, you know, there's no way to trump that. So well done. All right. Well, that's a good place to leave it too. And then uh, everybody look forward to next week. We'll share a little bit of our origins on speed of purpose. So some additional learnings that happened as we began teaching MBAR and Gapology together. You guys have got a lot of, a lot of work to do. Come <laughs> yeah. on. Yep. But we're giving the tools here. to do it. It's right? 2024. Let's go. Let's go. Let's do this. Thanks, All everybody. Right. All right. Thanks, Mark. We'll talk to you later. Thanks, Brian. Yep. Bye. Bye. All right, that'll do it from here. For more information on Gapology, Imbar, or Speed of Purpose, head on over to our website, gapology.org. Everyone have a fantastic week. Talk to you soon. This has been a Gapology Institute production. Visit us at gapology.org.